Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Month. The head of the CDC is proposing a shakeup following mistakes the agency made responding to COVID. What's next for GOP Congresswoman Liz Cheney? In 10 minutes, CBS News chief election and campaign correspondent Robert Costa will share his thoughts. Not a good day for either the Nats or the Orioles. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Former Vice President Mike Pence says he would consider appearing before the January 6th House Committee. CBS's Linda Kenyon. Here's what he said when the question was posed. If there was an invitation to participate, I would consider it. During a politics and eggs event in Manchester, New Hampshire, Pence added any appearance would have to be in this context. Any invitation to be directed to me, I would have to reflect on that. The unique role that I was serving in as vice president. Keeping in mind. It would be unprecedented in history for a vice president to be summoned to testify on Capitol Hill. The former vice president's role on January 6th was to certify the Electoral College vote, something former President Trump and his supporters had hoped to prevent. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. A member of the former president's inner circle, Rudy Giuliani, appears before a grand jury in Georgia, which is looking into alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Giuliani, when asked about testifying... I'm not going to comment on the grand jury investigation. A new report by the Centers for Disease Control uncovers deep concerns over the agency's culture and day-to-day -day practices. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky says it's time for an internal reorganization. We were operating with a frail public health infrastructure nationally, and we made some pretty public mistakes, and we need to own them. Dr. Tedros Ghebreyesus of the World Health Organization says more than 35,000 cases of monkeypox have now been reported from 92 countries and territories with 12 deaths. Almost all cases are being reported from Europe and the Americas. And almost all cases continue to be reported among men who have sex with men. CBS's Jim Crisula reports on random gunfire along a highway in the Deep South. Police in Auburn, Alabama have arrested a 39-year-old man on charges. He shot randomly at motorists in three separate incidents along busy I-85 in East Alabama and West Georgia Wednesday morning. A 45-year-old man who was shot from behind while driving on the highway near Auburn is hospitalized in critical condition. No word on a motive. One year after the takeover by the Taliban, an estimated 25 million Afghans are living in poverty, many starving. CBS's MTS Tayyip. At Kabul's main children's hospital, infants receive specialized treatment. This mother tells us her four-month-old son weighs just six and a half pounds. Your son is so small, so frail. You must be very worried about him. Yes, we are so worried, she says. His older brother died, and I'm worried he will too. Hunger has long plagued Afghanistan, but since the Taliban's takeover one year ago, the Biden administration has frozen $7 billion in state bank assets. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP, 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 903, Wednesday, August 17th, 2022. Some rain in the area, 68 degrees going down at the 60s tonight. I'm Ann Kramer. The top local stories we are following for you this hour. A court appearance for a man accused of vandalizing a Catholic school in Northeast D.C. twice. 
WTOP's Mike Marillo explains. Cash stolen and the statue of St. Anthony, the patron saint of lost items, found missing his head. That's what the staff of the school found on two separate occasions since last Wednesday. Now the police have announced an arrest in the case. D.C. police say 32-year-old Demetrius Hansford of Northeast is responsible. He appeared in court today but pleaded not guilty to the charges of theft, burglary, and destruction of property. The case is also being investigated as a bias or hate crime. According to court documents, D.C. police identified him in the case after items stolen from the school were found at his mom's place after she called the cops claiming he hit her. He pleaded not guilty to the school vandalism and to hitting his mom, and he was held not on those cases but for a robbery charge out of North Carolina against him. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Well, changes could be coming to how history is taught in Virginia's public schools. Board members met today to consider revisions to learning standards in two subjects. WTOP's Liz Anderson has that story. There's no more important subject we teach than American history. During the public comment period Wednesday, much work has already been done to generate the current proposed standards. By law, Virginia's Board of Education must review its standards of learning, or SOLs, every seven years. The last review of history and social science standards was in 2015. These revised standards are a significant improvement over previous SOLs. The proposal includes changes in how history is taught to students, shifting focus from specific history figures like George Washington, James Madison, or George Mason, to analyzing reasons behind the Revolutionary War and what Virginians experienced during that time. We encourage BBOE members to advance these standards. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Last year, Maryland's historically black colleges and universities won a legal battle that found the state had repeatedly undermined them by allowing historically white universities to launch programs similar to what HBCUs already offered. Now the Baltimore Sun says a report finds the state does not have clear guidelines for universities that want to object to the creation of similar programs at another school. That doesn't necessarily mean the General Assembly will take action. A likely case of monkeypox is reported at the University of Maryland tonight and a campus health official has advice for students and staff before classes start later this month. The chief medical officer at the University of Maryland in College Park sent out an email to the campus community explaining that a staff member is reported to have the first presumptive case of monkeypox at the school. The unidentified staff member is said to be doing well. The email advises that you should avoid skin-to-skin contact with anyone who has a rash resembling monkeypox and sharing items like clothing, towels, or other objects should also be avoided. The symptoms of monkeypox can include fever, muscle aches, and rashes that can look like pimples or blisters. Classes at the university begin August 29th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, coming up after traffic and weather, what's next for Liz Cheney after the Republican lost her re-election primary bid? CBS News Chief Election and Campaign Correspondent Robert Costa will share his thoughts. It's 9.06. Recently, a milestone anniversary was approaching, so I took my other half to Fogo to Shone. Wow, what an amazing experience. The best part? Getting to try their new porterhouse steak, now part of the full churrasco experience. A porterhouse is two steaks on the same bone, the tender, buttery filet mignon, and a juicy New York strip. Cut and serve tableside for your enjoyment. Bring your meal to the next level and try Fogo to Shone today. Make your reservation at Bethesda Tyson's and Penn Quarter at Fogo.com. Have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto in your car and the WTOP app on your phone that you have one touch access to the WTOP live stream. 50 trying to head toward the west Traffic end. reports, podcasts, this podcast has allowed us to and more. Check it out today. Moments. They surround us every day, every instant. In a region where news is never ending, a singular sound defines our moments. 
A constant signal. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. We'll never miss a moment. The Beach Boys, live in concert. 60 years of the sounds of summer. August 28th at 